What's up, guys, and welcome to The Married Life. This is Joe. This is Chrissy. And we are the hosts of The Married Life, and we started The Married Life, and we are The Married Life. Okay. <laughs> what is Gamora? <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> or is it why is Gamora? Why is it Gamora? Anyways. What is it Gamora? What is it Gamora? Anyways. Looking forward to Avengers Endgame this week, so excited about that. But that's not what we're talking about. Yesterday, we celebrated Easter. Happy Easter to everybody. And it was so interesting to think that the reason we celebrate Easter is really because of the selflessness that Jesus showed on the cross. Right. Like, he paid for your sin and my sin. That there was a paycheck and someone had to pay for it. It's either us or it's him. And he was selfless enough to pay for it. But in marriage, a lot of times we get selfish and we start saying, no, no, you pay for your check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for my check. I'm going to do me. You do you, boo boo. You know, like <laughs> that's kind of like the mindset that we get, but that's not the mindset we're supposed to have. Right. And so what does this actually look like in marriage to be selfless? And so that's kind of like what we want to hit a little bit on today. And I was actually talking with the gentleman yesterday that him and his wife are going through some hard things right now. Uh, There's talk of divorce and I mean, it's just, it doesn't look pretty. And he was sharing with me really throughout his past how, I mean, selfish he's been, you know, that even when she had something that she wanted to complain about, he would wave it off, dust it under the rug, you know, like not want to talk about it and how that is really selfish because she has emotions that she wants to get out. But as a guy, as for me, that's awkward, you know, like sitting down, having the, fa- the face-to-face with you, like it's hard. And so this guy, and most guys are like that, that they don't want to have those face-to-face conversations. And that's why the majority of even our listeners are women. The majority of the people that follow us on Instagram are women. The majority of people that follow us on Facebook are women. Why? Because women are more likely to deal with issues than guys. And so at least from my perspective, a lot of times I see that women can be more selfless than men, especially on the part of having the conversation. But again, it's always a two-way street. You know, There's always selfishness in both areas of life. And so we want to hit on that. And what does it look like to really set your relationship up to be selfless? Because that's what marriage is. It's two people becoming one. Mm-hmm. So I can no longer just think about myself. I have to think about you. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to say, like, we say that in our vows. We hear it all the time. Whether you're a religious person or not, you've probably heard that saying where, you know, two become one in marriage and all that kind of stuff. And I think there is a huge misconception of getting married. Like, it's this beautiful day and it's like two families uniting and all that kind of stuff. But the reality is, is you found this person that you're hopefully attracted to, you know, physically, mentally, sexually, all this kind of stuff. You're attracted to this person, but it's fulfilling a need that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a void. Not that that's a bad thing, you know. It's just this person is quote unquote completing you and your life is going to be better together, but it's fulfilling a need that you're missing in your own life. And I, I think we need to look at it. And that's where our selfishness comes from. Mm-hmm. You are you are here to bring joy to me. You are here to, um, so I can have sex, like, you know, what, whatever it is. And so we need to switch our mentalities of you are here to fulfill my needs versus how can I fulfill your needs. Mm. And we've talked about this before. Um 
a little bit on some of our other podcasts, but I we just wanted to dive into it a little bit more today. And so I'm going to kind of wrap that whole mindset up. So if we switch our mindsets from thinking that this marriage is about fulfilling our own personal needs. Okay. So I want to kind of give you an overview of, of what I just said. So if we can switch our mindsets from thinking that this marriage is about fulfilling our own personal needs to fulfilling our spouse's needs and to looking at the bigger picture, we will be less frustrated and more productive. Mm-hmm. So, um, the frustration comes when my unspoken expectations are not being met. Yeah. And maybe they're realistic and maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of wanted to go through some things today and kind of clarify and open up that conversation maybe with you and your spouse of like, what does that look like? What needs are not being met? How am I being selfish? How are you being selfish? Can we come together and have this conversation of, does this align with our vision? And maybe you don't have a vision and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, even saying that about how you get frustrated when you have these different ideas in your mind uh, versus your spouse's mind, is it it really reminds me a lot of guys I talk to about to get married. So we definitely see um, a lot of younger people in in the Christian realm, not not in just life together, because more people are getting married later in life. But when it comes to Christianity, a lot of people want to get married earlier because they don't want to have sex outside of marriage, you know, like they want to be pure and they, you know, find the one. So like they're getting married really young. But with that, a lot of times, I mean, as for guys, it's like, give me to the wedding day, give me the wedding day, give me because I know what I'm going to get them. But what happens is that then a guy thinks that every day I'm going to have sex (laughs) and I laugh. I can't even say that without laughing because we just know that's not true, you know? Um, And then what will happen is that there are a number of men because their needs aren't getting met. And again, maybe they're not expressed like you just shared. uh, They're not communicated truly or fully. Is that then they're turning to pornography or even before marriage, they're turning turning to pornography. And so when they're like, oh, I'm going to get married and then I won't look at porn ever again because I'm going to have sex whenever I want to. Right. Because that's what pornography is. Right. It's you get to have sex whenever you want because you're looking at someone else, you know, like mm-hmm. there is no romancing, you know, right. there's no communication. There's no trying to like woo somebody. It's go to a certain website, click on a video. Like that's it. Like yeah. you need a laptop to have sex. That's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then they have this misconception of, like you just said, this person's going to fulfill these needs whenever I want. And I don't have to give right. anything. Not at all. It's just selfishness. Side. Right. Yeah. I don't need to, uh, I don't need intimacy. I don't need romance. I don't need to do any of those things. You are fulfilling my needs. And so the frustration comes from those personal hurts. It's thinking, this is what I want when I want it. And I didn't get it. So I'm going to throw a fit. Ultimately, we're big children, big babies, you know, but the goal should be to pursue a vision that you guys can accomplish together. And so we wanted to kind of talk about and, and, um, separate like personal expectations and goals versus your marriage expectations and goals. Personal goals should be something that only you can fulfill. Only you can accomplish by yourself. Um, and then your marriage goals should be things that it takes two to accomplish because that's the whole purpose of being married is to accomplish something that's bigger than yourself. You can only do things by yourself, um, that get so big, but then you need, I mean, it's leadership and then 
you know, you can't do anything above and beyond that. And so that's your goals for marriage. And the frustration comes when there are gray areas where I'm trying, like you're trying to fulfill my personal goals and that can't happen. Or I'm trying to fulfill our marriage goals without the other person and that can't happen either. Right. And I think that's huge because I mean, you're spot on that. I can't fulfill your, your goals, you know, what you're trying to do in life with you trying to get healthy, whether that's spiritually, whether that's physically, whatever it is, you know, like those are your things. But when it comes to us and communication, you know, like that's something I play a part in. You might crave communication more than I do, but because we're one, I'm part of that. Yeah. So we're going to, we kind of came up with a few examples. And so you guys might have a ton more than this, but just to kind of clarify and once again, allow you guys to open up this conversation. You can maybe ask your spouse, are there things that I am putting on you that you can't really help me with? I think one of the biggest things that we try to get from our spouse that only we can achieve ourselves is personal happiness. Mm-hmm. Your spouse cannot make you happy. That inner personal joy cannot come from your spouse. And I think that's why we see the bigger picture of like why we actually need Jesus. Yep. You know, I know there's a lot of people that might be not Christians that are listening to this podcast, but that's what we truly believe is that even outside of our marriage, we need Jesus to fulfill the the holes that we have in our personal life. And only he can do that. When you get married, it is not, you know, this person completes, completes me. Jesus can only do that. And then you guys come together and you accomplish something together. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was sharing with that gentleman yesterday is he was telling me that, you know, I mean, him and his wife haven't been in church for a period of time. Um, they haven't been really pursuing Christ. Uh, they haven't been going on dates. They have, you know, just, I mean, the list yeah. goes on and on. And now he's trying to send his wife scripture texts. And I was like, bro, that is not going to work because now you're just coming across as a hypocrite, you know, because now you see that crap's hitting the fan and now I'm going to do something about it. And it's just like, you know, when somebody has a heart attack and the doctor says, man, you need to change your eating habits and they change it for a month or two and they start exercising, doing cardio. But after that two months, they go back to their same old habits, you know, because there isn't a true change, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what happened to you and I is that we truly fell in love with Jesus. And I was sharing this with him. I said, if anything happened to Chrissy, if anything, like I'm still solid, like you just said, like my happiness isn't in Chrissy. Chrissy adds, she doesn't complete me. Jesus completes me, you know? And that's where I found true fulfillment in following him. And that's where we can't rely on our spouses, like you just said, to bring us that happiness. Because now I'm putting it unmet expectation or even it is expressed. I expect it's unrealistic. So unrealistic. Mm -hmm. How is that possible for any human being to meet your every need every day of your life? Right. That's, and you can't bring anyone. I mean, even our kids. So we have uh, a two year old, uh, almost five year old and a 21 year old, the two year old, we feed, change diapers, you know, like, I mean, trying to potty train her, get her food, everything, whatever it is, you know, like to take care of her and she still throws fits, you know, like if, if it was realistic that I can meet your every need and you will love me, it would, it would happen. But last night we were putting her down. She wouldn't even give me a kiss. I'm like, I take care of you, you know, like kiss me, you know, but it's just, humans are just fickle. So husbands, if you're expecting your wife to bring you happiness every single day of your life, you are missing the point. Mm -hmm. Wives, if you're expecting your husband 
to bring you happiness. You're missing the point. What we should be seeking is the joy that comes from Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. That doesn't mean you have a perfect life. You know, like there's some pastors like, repeat this prayer after me and your life's going to be the best life ever. Like, that's not true, you know? I don't know why I had that Southern accent, but must be from the Bible Belt. Um, because here's the thing. The disciples were all killed except for one. And he was boiled in oil. You know what I mean? Like following Christ doesn't mean that your life is going to be a fairy tale. It's still work, but there's this peace and this joy that comes with that, that I'm not trying to get from Chrissy, you know, mm-hmm. that you're not trying to get from your spouse because you have this peace from them. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's no matter what comes externally, internally, mm. you're still okay. That's so good. And so, um, some personal some personal goals that I think that is only between you and yourself, health and weight goals. I wish that I could just put my goals and expectations of like a vegan, you know, somebody who eats like super healthy all the time and that I could lose weight and be in shape. That would Mm -hmm. be wonderful, but I can't. Those are things that I need to do personally. It doesn't matter what anybody around me is doing. It doesn't affect me because it's something that I need to do. Spiritual growth. I mean, just like you were saying, this guy at church that you were having a conversation with, he needs to get himself right yep. before he brings his wife into it. Yep. And I'm not saying you can't do things together. We nope. do things all the time together. Yep. We read plans together. We talk about the Bible together. But I can't just rely on you to build me up spiritually. I have to do yep. that myself. And that's what I shared with him. I said that Chrissy and I are now at a spot where, I mean, and, and so this is what he was doing. He was, he was doing a marriage reading plan mm-hmm. and then he was sending her the stuff. And if she's not believing in Jesus, she's throwing this out the window. She right. doesn't care, you know? Yeah. Um, and I told him, I said, me and Chrissy can do a marriage plan together and then discuss it because we're at that place. You right. know, I said the best place for you to get to right now, and maybe this is some of you out there is that you're just reading scripture yourself and, and you're focusing on yourself. And again, this sounds like, you know, like that we're talking out of two sides of our mouth because we're talking about being selfless and not selfish, but you need to be selfish spiritually to grow yourself, to love your spouse. And so, um, I was telling him, I was like, man, write whatever scripture is sticking out to you, write on note cards, put it on your mirror, put it in your car, like put it places for you, not for her. And then because you want her to start seeing that change in you. But here's the, here's the thing. Don't do this just so she sees a change in you. Mm-hmm. Like this is really for you, for you to change because people know when you're faking it. Oh heck yeah! You know, like oh, they're just going to try this for It'll a couple come out months. Eventually. Exactly, it always does. Yep. Uh, another thing, career goals or like school goals. Joe, you can't go to school and get a degree, and then I, I like take it. I can't take your knowledge. That's yours. That's something you need to do personally. I did find this website though. Would you stop it? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Did you? No, just okay. kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And then, like I said before, happiness. That's something that's on me. And so with that said, with those personal examples, you know, I just wanted you I just wanted to clarify between personal examples and marriage examples. Those are things that you can only do by yourself. Right. But here's where you need to come together with your spouse so that when these things aren't done together, when your marriage goals aren't met, it's because the both of you are not on the same page Mm -hmm. and it's not out of selfishness. You guys come up with this vision for your life together so when something slips, which it always will, you guys will not have every area of your life together at all times. It just nobody, nobody can do that. It's all about conversation and talking. Okay, well, last week we kind of overdid our budget, but... 
we were really strong spiritually in a family. You know, we were out of balance financially because we did a lot of things together as a family, whatever it is. So you guys need to start communicating more. And so as we go through these, you know, few, three or four um, marriage goals, you guys can add more as you talk about it together. So financial goals. These are things that you guys have to come together and talk about. If I, if we come together and say, okay, we want to get out of debt, I cannot do that on my own. If Joe is spending every dollar, I'm laughing because this was us. This was us like 10 years ago when mm-hmm. we first got married. <laughs> I literally, so I remember we wanted to get out of debt. We were very, you know, low on money. I had just graduated college. Joe was an intern at a church making $100 an hour before taxes. And so it was very weighty on my shoulders. And we were like, we're getting out of debt. We're doing this and all this kind of stuff. And I literally remember I was, I think I was probably at work. I don't know why I wasn't with you. But you went garage sailing with our pastors. And you got home. And I think you bought a globe. Yep. And a golf club. Golf club. Golf, golf, golf club. Golf club. And uh, I saw it. You probably spent $5. It wasn't even like you spent $100. No. I it was it. like maybe 10 max, maybe. And you showed me with so much excitement, and I just started bawling. And it wasn't, it wasn't the $5, it wasn't the $10, but it was the security of, can I trust you with this goal of not buying dumb crap? You don't even golf. Why did you buy it? And why did you buy a globe? Like, I don't understand. I don't either, looking back. But I do, I just love globes. You know, like even we go in, into the stores, I'm always looking at globes. Like, we don't have any, but... Because <laughs> I, I scarred you. Yeah. I'm afraid I don't even to think buy about buying it. Every time I see one, I like, I'm like coveting it and I just walk away <laughs> and crying. But we had a financial goal and Joe wasn't on board in that moment. And it, I needed that security. And so you guys have to be in the same vision, on the same mission at the same time. I can't do it by myself and Joe can't do it by himself. And that again, goes back to like, if you don't have a budget written down, it doesn't exist. You know, if it's just in your mind, it's, yeah. it's not real. And, and the thing about a budget is then when you start making more money, it doesn't mean, oh, we can just spend more. It's, oh, now we're going to actually save more, or right. invest more, or get out of debt faster. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to put that money that you're increasing into a certain spot. Another goal that you guys need to do together if you guys have kids is parenting. You guys can't do that separate. Joe can't assume just because I'm with the kids 90% of the time that I'm going to do everything. We need to come together with a vision. And when he's with the kids, he needs to implement it. When I'm with the kids, we need to implement it. I mean, for example, when you grew up, you knew who to go to if you wanted a certain thing. Yep. You know, you without could, a doubt, you could easily split your parents could apart. Work the system. <laughs> Joe was working the system, and so he, um, his parents just were not on the same page. And so, if you guys have children, you guys need to come together, talk about a vision, and do it together. Those cannot be personal goals. Yeah, because I mean, the older your kids get, too, it seems like the more they drive you apart mm-hmm. <laughs> and drive you crazy. You know, like. I just, I mean, the older that our kids are getting, again, like two, five, 21, and it's like, man, it's the 21 year old is great. It's the two and the five year old that it's like, 
Chrissy and I do not get time together or peace with each other or just like a conversation. And so it's even knowing that, okay, I can't have a serious conversation with Chrissy at the dinner table anymore. Right. You know? And then also, I mean, just even on how to discipline them. You know, we wrote a great book, Shepherding a Child's Heart. I highly recommend it. And it helps us because I didn't know how to raise a child. You didn't know how to raise a child. And so you kind of just wing it like, oh, well, my parents did this. Well, just because I'm okay. Yeah. Just because your parents did it doesn't mean it's okay. Or it's the right thing. Not at all. And really, I don't care what my parents did. I care what God says. Right. And so this book is biblically based. And so, I mean, it was it's fantastic. And it helped us get on the same page. Because if Chrissy thinks, no, we're never going to spank our children, and I think we're going to spank our children, or I think, no, we're just going to always ground them and put them in time out, but Chrissy thinks differently, like that doesn't work. Mm-mm. We have different mindsets. But when it comes down to Chrissy's a Christian, I'm a Christian, and this is what the Bible says, then it doesn't matter what Chrissy thinks or what Joe thinks. Right. That's it. Another thing that we have to come to an agreement with together is intimacy. Wow, chicken, wow, wow. Intimacy, Joe. Intimacy. Not just sex. In, into me, see. See me. Okay, I see you. I see you, boo-boo. So this is something that you guys just need to have clear expectations about. I mean, we've talked about a number for the week. Do we meet it every week? No. But um, whether it's one date night a week, whether it's having sex three, four times a week, whatever it is, you guys need to have that clear communication and clear expectations, but those are not things that you can do separate. No, you know, I mean, there's one couple that we talked with too, and that the greatest form of intimacy for them was going to be that when they drive on the road, that the, whoever's the passenger isn't on the phone and they can actually communicate and talk. You know, sometimes we just overthink intimacy, but really it's like our spouse just wants to talk with us. Mm -hmm. You know, like when we're at home at night, it's like, Hey, no TV, no phone. Like we're just going to talk, you know, some, those are sometimes the most intimate moments. And when they go the longest, us just sit on the couch talking, you know? Well, I think one really good thing that we've done and just one, just one, (laughs) if we could share one thing with you. Well, I think some people, um, and you can get around it, but we don't have a TV in our bedroom. Nope. You know, do we watch shows on your phone? Yeah. But it's not like, I'm going to go to the bedroom, you can go to the living room, whatever. Like That, that is one thing that we've always decided. We're not going to have a TV in our room because that's not what that room is for. Right. That room is for intimacy. Mm-hmm. The living room is to watch TV in. And you know what? It comes the same thing. We don't allow our kids in our room. Exactly. You know, like our kids. And again, some of you are like probably already checking out <laughs> with us saying that. But it's true because like, can you get intimate with a child between you? Right. I you thought know, that was a trick question. I, I was know. just, I was waiting for the viewer to respond. That's the answer. Like if you, if you can, that's really weird and you're scarring them. Stop it. Um, <laughs> listen, you want your kids to see that you're intimate when you're walking around the house and you're holding hands and you're kissing, and you're having conversations and you're loving each other. Like they should see that. That shouldn't be a secret. Like our kids see us kiss. Our kids see us, and especially when Chrissy and I like embrace and we hug for a long time, they always try to squeeze in between us and they Those want to get in on suckers. it too. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. There's certain things that I can do in public that they can totally see, but there's things in the bedroom that I definitely don't want them to see. You know what I mean? Like they, I just don't like my kids try to come in and watch me change. I'm like, get out you little weirdos, you know? And, um, but it's just true. Listen, you have to start having that conversation with your spouse and get on the same page. Like us having the children in the bedroom is not working. And I get it, especially like if you're like, okay, well, our house isn't big enough. You know, like I understand, you know, there's seasons, but this shouldn't be a season that lasts until they're 18. And then they're, I mean, they're still in your bedroom or something, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just weird. Um, so it is. And again, I know that's, 
touching, you know, I mean like pushing a lot of people, but it's like, man, it's, it's reality. You have to look at it this way. Your house is X amount of square feet. Your kid, you can be with your kids in 90% of that living space. Mm -hmm. You need 10% with just you and your spouse. It's your sanctuary. It's your sanctuary and you need to take it serious because when they turn 18, hopefully they're out. That definitely ain't happened in today's world. Oh, they wow. ain't out till they're 35. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine us still living with our parents? It'd be cheaper. <laughs> and more annoying. The um, last one. And the last one is just having an overall vision for your family. Where do you want your family to go? What are the values that you have? What are the things that are most important to you? Because today in this world... Every, I mean, everything is going to consume you between mm-hmm. sports, between school, everything. And that's just with your kids, like right. your career, all the extracurricular, everything's. You have to know what the vision is going to be for your family, and you have to stay within those lines. And you have to be able to do that together with your spouse. That's not something that you can do personal. That's not a personal goal. This is something that you need to decide together and you need to walk out together. Yep. And I think, I mean, it's exciting for me, you know, like when you think of like a vision for, you know, your job, you get excited as you're fulfilling that vision. Cause you see that you're advancing the ball down the field. And it's the same thing with marriage, you mm-hmm. know, like I didn't get married to you just to be stagnant, you know, like it's, it's exciting to me, especially as we're pouring into ourselves that we're able to pour into other people. Yeah. And that's what, again, what I was sharing with that gentleman yesterday at church, I just told him, I said, the reason that Chrissy and I do a podcast and have like, you know, a social media platform that we're helping people strengthen their marriage is because we're always listening to podcasts. Today at the gym, I listened to three marriage podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, we're reading marriage blogs. We're watching marriage videos. We're watching stuff on YouTube. Uh, again, if you're like, man, I listen to these two all the time and they suck, go to Jimmy Evans. Jimmy Evans is the man. So, but we have a vision for our life and, and that's what matters. Have a vision for your family. Sit down and talk about that. But... Um, I'm Joe and I'm Chrissy and again this is the married life we exist to help build stronger marriages to create stronger families to form stronger communities if you do us a favor subscribe rate and review us and we'll be back next Monday with our next podcast that is going to be about our vision so you want to miss that see you next time peace